Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two artists whose names sound similar, but the music is very different. This week, we're talking about Rascal, Flatbush, Zombies. Didn't even get to get him. Bummer. What, do you want to just keep Piping it up. Uh, no, not necessarily. We'll hear him piping it up at some point. It It'll made me think about cars. I, I I feel like that's always what I think of with Rascal Flats. Like when you pick Rascal <laughs> Flats, my first thought is, Mine's not. <sighs> what I think about when we talk about Rascal Flats is uh, not good pseudo country, um, lack of creativity wedding songs, mm. and poor JCPenney soundtracks. Oh, yes. Introduce yourself. I'm Jared. Caleb. Tyler. Anyways. I agree. Poor J.C. Penny songs. Those are all. Yeah, you didn't know that J.C. Penny. Oh yeah, that's remember right. Remember when they they hired Rascal Flatts as their their exclusive soundtrack for their store to sell things? They did do that. Yeah. When Cracker Barrel like doesn't even want you. Right. I think they had a clothing line or something that was somehow connected to it as well. They have restaurants. Crack, they do. The Rascal Flatts restaurants. They have like two restaurants, maybe oh, three. Man. I don't remember. That's terrible. Too many. Oh, boy. I love the idea that, like, uh, musicians decide they want to get into the restaurant business. Like, uh, the Rascal Flats restaurant group. They have themed, themed restaurants throughout the U.S. And Canada? Canada's in Canada? Why have you been, been to one? No. Oh, I mean, research. I think the only themed music research is that something that we should start doing is we have to go to if the you band's find restaurants? that they have a restaurant that you ought to go. One time we went to Wahlburgers. That's true. That's true. And it was quite an experience. I love the idea that we would go to like a Rascal Flats uh, restaurant and we'll like come in looking like we're like a, a food inspector of some kind or some yeah. kind of reviewer of the the food. We'll eat the food as though we're like really tasting it and thinking about it. And they're like. Are you a food critic? Like, no, no, no. no. We just make a podcast about. I'm music. just trying to see how this relates to their discography. It's raw. <laughs> why are we not filming? Why are we not recording right now in the Rascal Flats restaurant? That's oh my, my real question. That would be cool. <laughs> what is wrong with us? I would love that. We're here at the Rascal Flats restaurant group, just hanging out. Right I've been to uh, I've been to Margaritaville. Okay. I've been to Margarita. That may be one of the only themed yeah, I've been to musical restaurants I've ever been. Musical restaurants. <laughs> so well, how was it? It was okay. Expensive. Yeah, very expensive. It is expensive. It was uh, when I went on a cruise with my dad, and we went. It was like in Barbados. Not Barbados. Somewhere. Somewhere. So He's trying not to, in the U.S. They're trying to take over, you know. There's a, I, I saw one on the a restaurants Barbados? or yeah. Barbados? No, Barbados. No, the restaurants. I went on a cruise. They're and invading. Everybody run. I went, no. I went on a cruise and somewhere. I don't know. It was in the Caribbean as well. And that they had a Margaritaville big restaurant and resort thing. And I'm just like, you're just taking away from the ambiance of this place. You've ruined. Look what you've done, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. You trashed it. They also have that giant blender that you think is kind of cool when it oh, goes yeah. off the first time but when it goes off 20 more times before you're finished with your meal because their service is not spectacular either no then you're just like i don't want to be here I, I agree with what you're saying though is you're like yeah i'm gonna go on vacation and see the see the life yeah i'm gonna go to Jim, jimmy buffett jimmy buffett's restaurant margaritaville <laughs> resort ah uh, yes relatable content everybody knows the experience of yes. going on a cruise yes not you know the does. experience. Don't act like you're high. I know. That's why. But I just don't want to be the three guys on a podcast. Like, mm, do you remember going on a cruise? When I uh, this is more about Jimmy Buffett ruining local. When economies. I had braces, I went to the orthodontist, and the orthodontist said, uh, "Yeah, the 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 first time I went to Hawaii, you know, it rained the whole time, but the second it was really good." And my mom was like, "It must be nice to be able to go more than once in your yeah Ferrari." He drove to Hawaii in his Ferrari. Yes. That's what he drove. He drove right onto a boat. That's right. And then they put him on a Dyna. You know what a Dyna is? It's a big Dyna. Uh, won't you go? Large. Dyna it's a large system for figuring out. You know, that has uh, uh, the rear, whatever drive your vehicle is. It has rollers, and then you use it to determine the power of your vehicle. So Are we that still he talking could, about Rascal Flats? Yeah. So that yeah, could, we're talking yeah, about cars. He could drive. <laughs> he could drive his car. Yeah, that's very good, Jared. He he got on a boat and they put him on that so he could continue to drive his car the entire time he was on the ship. The whole time he was like, yeah, no. and then he just drove right off. So he drove the entire way. He powered the ship with his. He's like a hamster wheel in his car. Wow. So you said earlier, uh, pseudo country. What yeah. would be the um, the pseudo portion? It's mostly pop. 
Yeah. And it's not good. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, it's just like it's just it's it, it's pop with a twang. It's music country pe- people listen to when they th- want to tell people they want people to think they like country music, but they don't want to have to listen to country music. Ah, and so they listen to Rascal Flatts. Oh, I like Rascal Flatts. I'm like, cool. I don't want to talk to you. I didn't want to talk to you when you said you like country. Now I definitely don't want to talk to you. Fair. JCPenney will hire you though. They they have been around a long time. Twenty years. Twenty years. Twenty years. They, they were going to end. They were doing a farewell, uh, but then. The virus hit, and Rascal Flatts had to postpone their world tour finale. And they were so ready to perform this week at the CMAs, and unfortunately, one of their members got old COVID. Oh, no. One of the three? Yeah. I wanted to play a game where we tried to figure out which one of the three had COVID, but I feel like it would actually be an impossible task. Do you know which one it was? No. He doesn't know. They wouldn't say. This is Jay DeMarcus. (laughs) Do you already know? Look at him. He looks like a guy who would get it. How did he get mm-hmm. it? I was thinking it was How did Gary. He get, no, Gary's he's the main dude. He's high profile. That's true. You can't. You got to keep your nose clean. And this guy is just like, yeah, look right. at this Joe man. Now, yeah, but if you look at look. He at looks Jay. like a guy who's in J.C. Penney telling people yeah. that uh, wearing a mask is an infringement on his rights. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, Jay. Oh. They're trying to control you, man. They're from Columbus, you know. Yeah, they're it's not. It's a far. weird place to be from for that. I think. Yeah, I don't know. They started out as a Christian singers, oh, I believe. Yeah, make it worse. Which, uh, hold on. <laughs> should we should we alienate our religious? Fan I don't base? have a problem with religion. I just don't. I just they're not good now. There's no way they were good as a Christian band. Yeah, that's fair. You like you said. You know what we should do? We've been doing this Christian thing for a while. Let's just move right into this pop country world. And well, J.C. Penny will play our songs. Did you see that Gary, uh, the lead singer, was employed in his local burger bar at the age of 14? Burger bar, huh? And uh, after that, he started an ACDC cover band with his close friends. That doesn't sound Christian at all. <laughs> Antichrist Devil Children cover band? Hell's band! <laughs> did you know that they also had a hidden track? Their song, Skin... Which was re- later released as Skin, Sarah Beth in parentheses, was uh, re- it was a hidden track on one of the albums, and then they later released it as a single, and it got to the top 40. That may be the only time a, a hidden, hidden track, track. Uh, hit the charts. You've you won. should like that title. I like that. You did a good thing once. Doesn't mean the song was good, but no. you did, you know. I don't know, though. It's kind of shameful. You had a hidden track, and then you really re-released it as a single? It's not so hidden anymore, is it? It's not as good as a hidden track just going there. Where they're like, what's the number one right now? Oh, it's the last five minutes of that song on Dookie. <laughs> it's always Dookie we go back to. It's a great I hidden do, track. I played it last week. I do love the idea of somebody, like, if that was, like, their favorite Rascal Flat song, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to buy the CD. And then they, like, get through the whole album, and they're but like, it's not there. Where's the song? And they get really sad. And they're like, you know, they're, they're really ruminating on it. And then all of a sudden it just pops in. And they're excited? It's, yeah. It's the I biggest, knew I loved it. It's like the biggest moment of the year. No one should be time. excited to buy a Rascal Flat CD. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you got to watch. What's their sales? Gotta, What's their sales like? Pretty it's good. pretty good. Really? They're actually really good. one of the highest selling uh, artists. Whether I think they're like 16 in the world or something like that. I don't know. I think it's a, it has a lot to do probably with ticket sales, but I don't know if it's like... Their album sales are good, too. Though. Are they? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. But I'm wondering about? if the thing that got them over the edge of one of the highest, like... But I don't know. When it says highest-selling artists, is that including tickets or albums? I don't know. I don't it know. Doesn't matter. I don't know. No. Yeah, so... Hmm. Well, yeah. I've uh, listened to Rascal Flats for a long time. I don't know what... Back in my younger days, when we moved to a house that did not have any Wi-Fi... Or TV, I had to just sit and listen to country radio because it's the only thing that came in, and some Rascal Flatts songs came on at that time. And I, you know, like the big hit singles, I somewhat enjoy. Like, um, uh, what hurts the most is pretty good. Uh, Bless the broken road, and uh, these days I know that's an interesting song. Uh, here recently, though, there's been somebody, a hip hop artist, that has taken. Rascal Flats to a new level of interesting. And his name is a rumor. RMR. RMR. And uh, we're going to play you a little bit of his song. Well, why don't we go ahead and... Oh, you want to play his song first? 
Uh, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Let's play his song first, and then we'll we'll yeah we'll do. If you know Rascal Flats, you know. Yeah, sure. So that's a sampling of Bless the Broken Road that was recorded by Rascal Flatts. Now, it wasn't originally by Rascal Flatts. The Nitty Gritty Dirt Band originally recorded that song, and uh, various people performed it over the years, as they do with country music, but it became most popular with Rascal Flatts. And uh, I heard this song earlier last year, this year, so I don't remember when it came out. Rumor? Yes. No, it was this year because you played it on one of the... uh... Yes. The bonus episodes, uh, and uh, it's it's interesting. It's very fun. He has a he wears a mask. Mm-hmm. A we'll never know uh, the hood, is. like a what is that called? Like a not a hood, a ski mask. Yeah, a ski mask. A balaclava. Yes, and uh, he's interesting. Nobody really knows who he is. He actually uh, just released a new song this week, and I want you to play a little bit of it because it has another little sampling. <laughs> He's never worried about things like that She knows his credit card pin, but that's where the years And she'll only dance when it's raining And he'll scream And she'll hear his voice And he says, baby It's 3 a.m. in a fucking morning that's it. That's Matchbox Twenty. We knew three a.m. It was going somewhere. <laughs> Rob Thomas is proud. Yeah, he, lo- he loves it. it. Has nothing to do with Rascal Flatts, but we're bringing up this man, and literally, he just had a new song that if he could build his whole career on doing this, I would lose my mind. He'd be all right. I Rob, agree. Rob Thomas's only request is that there's more Santana. In it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good smooth transition. Yeah. <sighs> oh, how about that? <sighs> Oh, so, I forgot that we did that. Did what? Whatever you just did. Did what? I don't know. I got confused where we were for a minute. Oh, oh my. Uh, so, a few other... Should I do some more songs yes, that please. are interesting? Yes, yes. So, okay. Uh, Rascal Flats have done a few other interesting songs. They yeah. did a song with Jamie Foxx earlier in their career called... Uh, she goes all the way, which he's not even like credited on Spotify, but he's in there. Uh, Gary Laveau has been friends with him since the mid nineties or late nineties, which is interesting. Was uh, it mid or late? We need to know the details. I don't know. I don't know. They did a song with Justin Bieber yeah. called "That Should Be Me" on the "Never Say Never" remixes uh, EP. I'd have to argue that's maybe the the highest indication that they are indeed a pop act. Yes. They covered uh, Motley Crue on a Nashville Outlaws, a tribute to Motley oh, Crue. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah one that's was, it. That one was weird. It's the opening track of them covering Kickstart My that's Heart. It. It's pretty odd. The only thing you need to be an Outlaw is to cover Motley Crue, apparently. that's Also on that album Florida is... Florida Georgia Line is the next track. Horrible. Le- Leanne Rimes doing Smoking in the Boys' Room, oh which oh, they is close, insane. They close that with Darius Rucker for Time for Change. Of course they do. It's great. Oh, Aaron Lewis? Ew. This is disturbing. The whole thing sucks. No, actually, it's Stain, not Disturbed. Oh, you're right, Stain. <sighs> Big and Rich doing Rucker. same old situation. The so whole thing were, is just wild. Yeah, you're, they were not... They were supposed to be at the CMT since you were saying. I watched part of it, unfortunately. CM, yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to, but I did. I watched it as well. The whole thing. How you do you did? How do you get Aaron Lewis and Darius Rucker on the because same album? Darius Rucker all country. Just, two guys who snuck their way into the country scene. They, Cassidy Pope's Darius, on there too. She was the lead singer of Hey Monday. Yeah, Darius Rucker was Good on the point. CMTs this year. He and Reba did a duet of an they Elvis Presley it. song that was bad. It's not good. <laughs> not good. Who do you don't have the voice for an Elvis Presley song? You can't do it. It's bad. It was horrible. Jared, continue. We still, we still need to get there. Okay. Yeah, go there. 
You know which one I want you to play now, I hope. I, I, it's tough because there's like multiple, probably I'd say the one you want to play is yeah. from the Emperor's New Groove soundtrack entitled Walk the Llama Llama. Mm. You are correct. Insert here, uh, Dax making the Patrick Warburton oh, yeah, the voice that he yes. would do as many times as he possibly yeah. could. David Spade's most accomplished film by far. Oh, easily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good movie. <laughs> Good movie. One time I watched that in, one time we had a, in sixth grade, we had a bonus day where we watched that movie and ordered Taco Bell. Oh, oh wow. wow. Uh-huh. I had a cheesy gordita crunch. Chicken. I love I love that you're the kind of guy who's both been on a cruise and also eaten Taco Bell while watching the Emperor's New Cruise. Yeah, in a classroom. Right on the right on the line with each other. I've got all the things. So the other songs they've done that I found that were interesting. On the We Love Disney album, they did a cover of Let It Go by On Frozen. I wondered if maybe we should play that one, too. It's interesting. We might. And then the last most interesting is on the Lionel Richie country album, Tuskegee? Tuskegee. Tuskegee? I don't understand how you say it. Tuskegee? Tuskegee? They did They did a syphilis uh, study way back in the day. They did. The Institute. Oh, my. Uh, it's a really sad story. Don't look into it. I, Actually, look yeah, into you it. Probably you should, should, you should know it. about what was happening. Yeah, I agree. Go ahead. They, Shut down. They did a version of uh, Dancing on the Ceiling with him. It's Rascal Flats and Lionel Richie. That was also quite strange. Which I think we brought up on another one. I'm trying to remember. It was either the Tim McGraw one, because I remember. I, I bet it was Tim McGraw, because I don't see any other artists that we have covered. Uh, but I remember talking about this this crossover country album with Lionel Richie. Yeah, I uh, I also we should mention the songs off of Jukebox. Oh yes, uh, I would say that feels like the first time was one that definitely stood out. Yes, but I'm trying to remember because I may have fallen asleep while listening to this this playlist. I know I listened to Feels Like the First Time, but I don't remember listening to the song that follows it. Hmm. Is it what I think it is? Uh, hold on, I don't remember now. Do you believe in love? No, it's just called believe. I thought maybe it was a share song. Oh no 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 no! Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. I would have been amazing to hear Rascal Flatts like harmonizing uh, that one right there. They couldn't have done it. They don't have that range. There's only three of them. Yeah, but it would have been pretty. Maybe in like the worst way possible. They've also uh, done some con- uh, Christmas-related things, oh, which we have to. Of Coming course, up on it, everybody. Every, Get ready for Christmas. The greatest gift of all from 2016 was their uh, Christmas album. Nothing really great. It's, they're on Big Machine, which Big Machine, that's the uh, record label that screwed over old Taylor Swift. So I'll never forgive them. How dare they? It turns out Rascal Flatts likes children. What? Yeah. What do you mean? They're quite philanthropic. They give money to children. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Of course. Uh, Why are you <laughs> That was good. I like Jeez. that. They have uh, donated to multiple things. They have a uh, philanthropy that promotes music education in schools and Make especially wish. for kids. Yep, uh, for kids with um, in uh, disadvantaged youth and uh, the Make a Wish thing. And then they also have given lots of money to some children's hospital, one of the largest children's hospital facilities uh, in Vanderbilt. They've been doing some stuff. They like the children. There's a whole wing in that hospital. Dedicated to rascal flats. Right, that's what I. I mean, uh, so uh, Jared. I don't know I, how I would feel if I was in a hospital that like like if I was like in critical care and I was in the rascal flats. That's wing, what I was getting. At. I'd be like, uh, can I be transferred? That's what I'm getting at. Jared and I both would have spent time in a children's hospital, and I don't. I'm glad that it wasn't with rascal flats. Jared may have imagine that it being your make a wish is to uh, see yes. ra- rascal flats, and then they say no, you cannot see them. They're not on tour right now due to a That's deadly virus. That's unfortunate. I that also like sad. the idea of like 
Because, like, okay, so I'm imagining, uh, this is a really weird reference, but, like, in Patch Adams, when he comes in as a clown into the hospital, you know? Uh-huh. Like, it's not like those kids requested that clown to come in. Right. But I'm just imagining you're in the Rascal Flats wing, and all they of a sudden... They just show up? Yeah, the three of them just show up with, like, a guitar. In your room. And you're laying there, like, please leave. No I way. I don't want to hear this. I was sleeping. Though, Here in about 20 minutes, I'm going to eat some not good mashed potatoes. Just leave me alone. The mac and cheese is all right, though. I did see, however, which I found kind of surprising, but I'm not sure if it is. But Rascal Flats are the sixth most popular act amongst 10 to 12-year-olds as of 2007. What did I tell you? I saw that. And that wouldn't even really be... When did Cars... I guess that maybe because of Cars. That's what I would think, yeah. But I doubt it's like continued now. They might have tried that same success with the uh, Let It Go cover. It's funny that, I mean, they have two songs in Disney film soundtracks, and it's their earliest is The Emperor's New Groove, which is right. so, like, yeah. feels like it came out forever ago. It, it, well, it came out in, like, 2004. That sounds accurate, but I'm not positive. Let me see. The soundtrack came out in 2000. Whoa. Yeah. So it had to have been around then. Did that, did that movie come out in 2000? It must have. Look at that. How? I don't know. Hey, I'm looking right now. 2000. Wow. Isn't that wild? It was almost a 90s movie. Almost. That's it, weird. It ushered in the, th- the 2000s. It may have. Pretty well. Tom but. Jones did a song on that soundtrack, too. Oh, boy. Perfect World Reprise. What a cool oh, he did the song Perfect World. Oh. We should have talked about that. It's not on Spotify, though, so that's why we didn't know. But Tom sense. Jones has done a... Original song for a Disney film, a la Elton John and others. There you go. The last song that I want to play of uh, Rascal Flats yeah. is, actually, it's not even them. They did, uh, I almost forgot, they did a cover of Revolution by the Beatles on one of their yeah, albums as a, bonus, yeah. as a Japanese bonus track. I saw that. It's, it's not worth playing. No, it's, but, uh, that's okay. unfortunate. I want to play a uh, dance remix. Yep. We got to play that song because that is a great, that's like a, a completely different song. This is uh, Cascada. Imagine if you will, you're at a club. You've yes. taken you've taken Molly. Yes. You're yes. On you got it oh, from no. Flatbush Zombies. Oh, no. <laughs> and you the the moment it hits is when that drop to what hurts the most uh, comes in in the club. Yeah. Oh man. That, that's what trigger a bad it'd be over for me. <laughs> I'd, I'd be in a corner somewhere and I'd be like Get, I need out of here now. I need I need something. Please. I'd be talking to strangers, begging them at their ankles, help me. Gary Laveau is coming to get me. My ears are gone. I ripped them off. Gary Laveau. <laughs> <laughs> He's, coming. He's coming. He sneaks into my life everywhere. Him in his little hair swoop. Have you seen the llama movie? <laughs> Cascada also did the song Every Time We Touch, which is another great club banger. Yeah, that is a She's bang. good. A bang. Yeah, that is a banger. I, love, I miss those days. I miss that kind of uh, club banger. Music, yeah. Of that, you spent a lot of, of time, time in the club. Back no, then. but I was a child, and I just loved. I see. You were clubbing. Your room was a nightclub. Yes, you absolutely. Got a little strobe light we in did there. have a. We did have light. a strobe light. There, in our room. there you go. You turn it on. Yeah. Sometimes we just play with a strobe light in our room because that's what cool kids did. That's you know? true. I did. It is. It is sad. We we transitioned from like the two thousands club music to the late two thousands dubstep to I don't mm. know what is today's club music. Is it just? It's like, just electronical, whatever. I feel like it's that and then like trap rap. Yeah. A lot that, of that. Is. I haven't been to a club in a while. I don't know I don't what know they that play. I've ever I'm not a club, club frequenter. Are you the last Jared? club you that club? I would have uh, been anywhere near is on the cruise ship. Oh, we were on full we circle. That we were on, we I would walk by a a, a club. like an 18 and older club or something like that. Yeah. But I did not go in cuz I was on the cruise with my grandparents and I wasn't allowed I had to secretly drink. So if they're listening, I secretly drank on the, cl- oh, on the cruise. No. Surprise. 
I uh, that reminds me actually. I, I I've never talked about this on the podcast, but um, oh, no. back when we were uh, when I was at Ball State and we were in Muncie. Uh, there was this thing at Ball State called Late Night. Yeah. And Late Night was this thing where, like, it was where the, the kids went to not party because Muncie was a party school. And so they tried to encourage kids to come and do, um, you know, like, eat pizza and popcorn and play fun and games. And have oxygen bars. Yeah, yeah, they did have an oxygen bar. I remember that. But they had, like, uh, at every one of them, they had a little dance club. It oh, was, yeah. like, maybe, like, 20 to 25, like, 18 to 20-year-olds just, like, getting it on at a dance club. I've, I've, ne- I've seen multiple furries at late night. I uh, once yeah. danced with the mascot uh, at this thing. There was uh, oh, you Hootie were- the Owl. Uh, was oh, there yeah, the late night. <laughs> and I danced with uh, Hootie the Owl briefly. Oh my goodness, pretty great. It was my, a if you're there out there, Hootie, I'm still if I'm still looking. Still if you're out there, Jared's phone number is. Use them call, wings. Call Put, the rec- the record roundtable phone. Yes. Call in. Leave us a Hootie message. <laughs> Darius. Return. <laughs> yep. Or well, I was thinking of Return of the Hootie Who. Oh, Hootie Who. I actually frequented late night at one point because my uh, my ex worked the desk at the hotel frequently oh. during late night, so I would go visit her and then eat free food, even though I was no longer a student. I ate so much. We would much walk out with pizza. full pizzas. Yeah, yeah. They, at the end eat, of the night, they just give it all away. Yeah, I would eat off those pizzas for days sometimes. Yeah. Like they just give it to. You. Like they gave me like two or three pizzas one time, and I just had pizza for like day. And when you're a poor college student, yeah. you're like. Hell yeah, I'll, I'll take go your to, pizza. I go to late night once a month to get my monthly pizza fix. Yeah, and it was free. Yeah, You didn't have to pay to get in. I, I never went during my undergraduate. I don't think I ever went at all. I, Not went, even. I went almost every week for the first like year or two really? that I was there. Yeah, I was I was a big late night frequenter. Because the guy that I used to hang out with, who was kind of like one of the, the Ball State celebrities. Uh, oh, he, yeah. Who's he would that? Always go. Uh, Matt Jones. Yeah, I know. He he looked kind of like Jesus, and he always had a ukulele, so everybody kind of recognized him. Jeez, and sounds like the like, kind of person I'd be like, I hate this dude. Oh yeah, yeah, I should have hated that dude, but I was kind of his sidekick for like the first nice. year or two that I was at Ball State. So, yeah, are we done with Rascal Flats? I think so. Yeah, we're kind of we're getting off the rails again. We started there, we somehow found our way back in, and that's then found I, our way back that's off all I again. Got. That was the Flatbush Zombies? Yes. Most people, I wouldn't imagine, are super familiar with no. them. They're not like a big hip-hop group or anything no so flatbush zombies are three three members michi darko zombie juice and eric arc elliott they uh they make up flatbush zombies they're from flatbush new york that's why the name comes from they like drugs they do they're, they're big on the druggies they uh i i think my favorite part about them was they were talking about like doing like psychedelic drugs and i guess uh the first time they did um, uh, mushrooms, one of the members said his ego just died and he had a rebirth. But they also uh, spent a lot of time talking about the indigo lifestyle. Did you guys look into what the indigo lifestyle no, is? No, so I they, have, it seems. They referenced uh, the indigo lifestyle later in their career. They, they had a group with the underachievers, uh, who are another kind of hip-hop collective that kind of makes similar music. To Flatbush Zombies. I, I like their song Cobra Clutch, which I put in the playlist just to be safe. Uh, so I didn't They're forget. also from Flatbush, New York as well. Indeed, yes. And so they kind of make like similar music, but they have a kind of like, I, I wouldn't even call them a super group. They're just kind of a collective of the two people together called Clockwork Indigo. Uh, the Indigo, um, <clears throat> the Indigo um, lifestyle is this idea that um, there are people who are gifted in the way of like being like a superhero. So I believe what I'm gathering is that Flatbush Zombies just got really high, and they're like, what if we had superpowers? <laughs> it's like the Super Saiyan kid. Oh, I love Because they do like... Uh, or, or they, 
I love that video. I love that video too. Anybody who's out there, go find the Super Saiyan kid where uh, he tries to. Uh, he tries to go Super Saiyan. He does, and it's just and he does. He, he goes. He sure does. Have you ever seen that? I've video? seen it. Oh, he gets there. Great. He gets there. For he, sure. he, he, there. he gets there. Link in the description, of course. Uh, yes, it's there. He the group uh, they bonded young as they were young uh, over Japanese anime, Dragon Ball Z. And professional wrestling. Those hey, are the two things. We actually found our way back to Super Saiyan really fast. I know. Yeah. I know. I was We're like, there. this that was is quick. Yep. I know the underachievers used a um, a wrestling uh, on that Cobra Clutch song. There's an, obviously a wrestling um, sample on that song. It opens the song. So um, the Iron Cheek. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't remember Flatbush Zombies ever doing that themselves. Well, I but... can tell you that Michi has. If you look at the three members, yeah, yes. they have various. Uh, also known as aliases, and the other two members have like two. And Michi has an entire collection. Here, let me read you. Oh, I love this. Fleezus Christ, Dirt Cobain, Dead DiBiase, Death Rollins, I Am Not the Father, The Dark One, Daddy Guerrero, Sinner and Saint. How do we find so many ways to get dead into wrestling names? Box Logo Bully, Count Rockula, Young... Oh my, Empo Empolado, em, yes, uh, two two cup sugar. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. L S Darko, Blotter Baby, and Michavelli, which is the uh, yeah. Machiavelli, Machiavelli uh, yeah. Tupac yeah. thing. So <laughs> that's cup. all. Two cup, it's, two cup I think, sugar. Two cup sugar. I think that some of those are what he goes on the track as because I remember yeah. him see, saying. Uh, Hi, my name is Dirt Cobain on one of the songs we listened to. So yeah, I think yeah, they're yeah. just taking like what he says. That was on Headstones, I believe, that he said that. It might have been. I, I, I don't even remember hearing it this week. I would almost say it might have been on their album. So no, I know it that, was on one of the songs we listened to. Fair enough. I know that Jared and I kind of got into their debut album, which was the 3001 A Laced Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And that came yeah, out. Good name. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, and that album came out in 2016, so they really haven't yeah. like been super active for very well, they, long. Well, they've been active since 2010, and they had a bunch of EPs, and they right. basically just had to come up from the underground right. in New York. And uh, I listened to some of the EPs. There's a few songs that I want to play uh, that are on a playlist, um, and they have a few interesting samplings that they did early in their career. Gotcha. Do you want to play those now? Let's get to it. This is their song, uh, Babel. A lot of niggas never get you. A lot of niggas never get you. Thanks for the compliments. Only boosting my confidence. Make tunes for the end tunes. Smoke joints when I sip food. That was a sample of Arctic Monkeys 505. Oh, so uh, that makes sense. I don't know if you heard it. I'm, yeah. Good. I didn't know. I, I didn't hear it now. It. The next sample is better. All right. Go ahead and say your thing that you want to say. About I don't that have song. a thing. Okay. About 505. It's on. Is that on Humbug or is that on Favorite Worst Nightmare? I think it's the last song on Favorite Worst Nightmare. Yeah, it's on Favorite Worst Nightmare. Gotcha. Next one. What do you got? This song is called System and it's on their Clockwork Indigo uh, project. Money will control us, uh, trying to show you what it uh, does when I create a million dreams. When I made my head asleep, I move slow as the cops do. Only been necessary, not pretending I'm not cool. I know I am a villain, you jealous. That, of course, is a sample from one of our, our major groups who we've covered both on Record Roundtable and Good Band, Bad Band, System of a Down. Yeah, Soldier mm-hmm. Side yeah. was that song. Yeah. That was fun. That's pretty good. I, like I had to that. I had to like look at an entire basically like web page to find like samples that I thought where they were going to be interesting and those were like the two main ones. Yeah. Which the first one was like I kind of it was not really that important. Right. But the system one was, you know, for sure. For us, interesting. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So. I agree. Obviously the Clockwork Indigo is a reference to um Clockwork Orange, which I gather is something that they're 
pretty interested in. Uh, they, at one point during uh, their concert tour as Clockwork Indigo, actually like wore the white clothing kind of similar to the oh, gang. Yeah. With the, with the jock straps and everything? I hope so. But they're actually protective gear worn in cricket games, but you know. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. But they uh they actually just recent well not maybe not recently, but you know, they kind of recently they released a kind of um not even sure how to describe it. It's very um politically charged. Socially conscious. I, socially EP. conscious. Um hmm? it was an E P. I was actually going to talk about that one. Oh, um, what were you talking about? I was going to talk about they had a song I was watching. Which one did I text you about, Jared? I'm trying to remember. Oh, I can't remember what it's uh, called. I saved it. Hold on. I'm trying to remember. The name. It had like black and black divist, black divist. So they had a uh, socially charged music video called Black Divist, hmm. and in the video they're playing um, clips of you know some obviously big social issues. There's police violence. Etc. Etc. But as they're going through showing these clips, they show one of the members of the group. I can't remember which one, but he's holding his eyes open, kind uh, of like, like Clockwork Orange yep. style, like he's watching. Like the you clips have to be and, like, forced to watch it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that obviously, I got a lot of um, Clockwork Orange interest out of the group. For Almost sure. like Kubrick, because 2001: A Space Odyssey is a Kubrick movie as well. Right. Yeah. They so. definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of Kubrick like yeah. references across there. I would say, and I, I say this. And I guess when I say it, I uh, caution that I don't mean to imply that this isn't often the case, but they seem like very intelligent hip hop artists. Yeah. They have a lot of, um, they have very, very good like lyrical schemes. Uh, the, the, like the beat like structure is very different. They have a lot of interesting references. The way that they talk about things just, it, I don't know. They just feel like they have like interesting heads on their shoulders for sure. So I, I, I like them quite a bit. Like ever since we listened, I, cause like 3001, a lace odyssey is a really good hip hop project. Yeah. Like, I like, it. I like a lot of the songs off of that bounce yeah. obviously is the one that we started with. That one's really good. I like the song as well. Um, trade off. Yes. I also like, um, let's see. I mean, I like a lot of the songs off it. new phone. Who dis is pretty good. I like the in in track your favorite rap song where like at the very end it's a lot of their fans who are kind of talking about flatbush zombies in the midst of like a 13 minute track that's what fills up a lot of the space is just like people like it sounds like kind of like like recorded clips that maybe like they sent in or something like that but i i like the way that they sound because they have a very um unique kind of production sound mm -hmm. like the way that they they have like kind of like guitar based things and then it's kind of like atmospheric spacious kind of sounds I, it's hard to like i'm not sure who else to describe them as other than like a like underachievers there's not really a lot of right. other groups who make the style of hip-hop that they do jerry wasn't it um one of the late night shows that you were introduced like uh i'd already known them before that i think it was on kimmel that they performed live and they did a really good job yeah i couldn't find it but um i cannot remember the first thing i saw i remember our, our sister's ex-boyfriend liked them ah. and uh he talked to me about it but i had already heard of them before he told us that so i think i must have just listened to 3001 i i must have seen like a review or something and downloaded right. it and enjoyed it and then kind of followed him from there but they played at Bogarts like several years ago, and I wanted to go, but I was not like going to hip hop shows of that time. And it's right. like I'm not going to go by myself. We're still not really going to hip hop That's shows. True. I can yeah. only think of like two. I've been to Aesop and Riff Raff. Yeah, those are the only two I can bad. ever think of was Riff Raff. Well, and I Aesop, saw which is the two, the two lyrical polar opposites right yeah. there. I mean, I saw. I've seen a few like uh, at. Um, be here now in Muncie. Like sure. I saw, yeah, um, a guy named Mega Ran who does like video game rap, which is pretty good. Uh -huh. And then I've been to like the freestyle nights before, which you've is seen funny. Planet Boom Bap. I've never seen Planet Boom. What Bap. you've never seen Planet Boom Bap? No, Caleb. No, you guys haven't seen. How have you not seen Planet Boom? Bap? Is that a Muncie thing? Yeah, it's a oh, Muncie. It's a Boom Bap rap duo in Muncie. They're, that's where it's at. They have an honorary white boy member. As well, oh. who's a skateboarder dude who's kind of a Muncie guy. I didn't know about How that. How have you not seen them? I don't know. I've seen them multiple times. I don't know. They're pretty cool. I saw MC They're Hammer one time. Did for you? For free in Kentucky. 
with my cousin. He you saw him drop the hammer? I did. He he walked into the crowd and I could have touched his sweaty bald head. His sweaty bald what? Bald head. Are you sure? Was he wearing one of those male thong bits that no, no, removes no, his no, video his, from MTV his, and No, he was wearing his uh his pants. His, no, his clockwork orange style. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. Uh we also I didn't mention I didn't mention, because um, we mentioned, obviously, the um, Clockwork Indigo, but he, they're also in another kind of hip-hop collective or supergroup, if you will, which mm -hmm. is Beast Coast. Mm -hmm. And obviously, from because like, there's a lot of members of Beast Coast, but the most prominent, if you're you know, a hip-hop fan, is obviously Joey Badass, who mm -hmm. actually has quite a bit of like appeal, I would say, in comparison to a lot of the other members of said group. I want to talk about uh, Headstones. Go for it. Uh, it is a very good uh, rap song for references. Basically, the entire song is referencing other like people in hip hop, and they like sample throughout it. Like the basically the the influences of their career they bring up in the song, and they're like talking about their headstones uh, in the grave basically because uh, he said normally you, you use the word tombstones i read a, a thing about talking about the song yeah and like more most of the time you use the word tombstone but you don't normally read the word headstone and so they kind of built a song around that and uh, uh zombie juice's verse talks a lot about like tupac stuff uh they say um are you talking about two cups shakur yes uh, it's clear to see all eyes on me. 400 degrees is one of the lines. They talk about it's dark and hell is hot, which is a DMX album. Like the entire song, if you read the lyrics and on genius, yeah. you know how you can like click it and it yeah. says the whole thing is like green where you can click. Oh my God. And, uh, like America's most wanted, which is a Tupac album, mm -hmm. uh, ain't no half stepping, which is a song from the nineties, a hip hop song. Um, so the whole thing is pretty great. And then Eric Ark Elliott's verse is that way. Um, and then the last verse of Michi, he talks about um, Jesus Walks and Sound of the Police. Oh. Like, so I don't know if you listened to the song, but if you listen to the lyrics, I like, did, but like the I entire never... thing is referencing like old hip hop. I'm nice. surprised because I've heard that song multiple times and somehow those lyrics have never like landed in that way with me. I noticed like, it never, the like... first time I ever listened to it because I noticed the Jesus Walks reference. Yeah. And I noticed a few of the references, but all, some of them like were so minute that I didn't like, I don't know like a random song from a Tupac album the first time sure, I heard it, you know, sure. like, like I get some, like some of it I understand. And some of it I have, you have to like look at the genius and see the uh, reference it's making, but the right. whole thing is full of references. It's kind of cool. Let's play some of that song then. Yep, we got a little couple of those lines there. Yep. Mm -hmm. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, I I also like um the cool I think the coolest thing to me about Flatbush Zombies is the way that the collective like works together. So obviously Beachy Darko, Zombie Juice, and Eric Arc Elliott are all doing verses throughout these songs. Mm -hmm. And they all have very unique voices. Like it's very clear. I love Michi's his like deep is great. Yeah. I, I mean, I like all three of them. I think they all bring something different to the table, but they also do a really good job. Like, if you ever see, like, a live performance, it's very clear that they pair off very well. Like, they know they know when their verses are. They know when the other ones come in. Like, it's a, it's very intricate, the way that they do it. Like, because you don't see hip-hop collectives doing that as much, I guess, today, where, like, people do, like, a verse together, and then, like, you know, two of them will say something at the same time, and the other one will say something. And, like, they have, like, little parts that kind of come in together. Usually when you hear a hip-hop song, obviously, like, one guy gets a verse, and then, the you know, the next guy gets a verse, the next guy gets a verse. It's not as often that you have the members kind of, like, working collectively to deliver lines and then kind of dip in and out of each other. Yeah, well, you know, like, the world of hip-hop is mostly an artist. Like, you know, artist is a single person, and then you have features and the feature is like a verse right or something like that and it's not like normally even when you just have a feature 
Plus, it, so it's like different to even see a collective. That's where like Run the Jewels does some of that too. You yes, know what I mean? Like any, any like hip hop group has a, like the diversity to change their sound in the middle of a track or track to track in a way that just an individual artist can't do, even with even with um, features because they just don't use them that way. Right. They also uh, speaking of like kind of like hip hop collectives, they were featured on a song uh, on the Man with the Iron Fist, which had, it was like a song. With Wu Tang RZA, oh, that's cool. He uh, directed that movie, yeah. So and he like did the soundtrack and everything. So yeah, they did uh, one one mainstream thing that they did uh, was a remix of Portugal the Man's song uh, "Still Feel It," which I really like. Feel it still. Yeah, feel it still. Yeah, thank you. Feel it still, uh, which I really like that remix. It's like it's pretty good. The only other thing that I wanted to mention, uh, did you guys notice a, a weird common theme with a couple times that they released their music? No. no. No? There was at least two occasions that they released music on 9-11. Oh, nice. I did not notice I, that. There was, one, there was one in particular. There was a song that they released, I think. Oh, yeah, a single that they released uh, on September 11th at 9-11 p.m. Like, oh, it wasn't like, it was pretty on purpose, you know? <laughs> Oh, actually, no. That was the uh, that was the Blacktivist song Blacktivist. was released yep. on at, on nine eleven. So there was another occasion too. But I was like, that's an interesting artistic choice to release music on nine eleven. They must like eleven because then on January eleventh they released a single of the next year, and then they had the album was to be released on March eleventh. Hmm. They just like eleven. Must be a stream. Eleven is a so it, well, it's definitely the eleven, and not the fact that 11, on September eleventh, yeah. on two occasions, they released songs at nine eleven p.m. Well, eleven has something to do with it too, but eleven is known um, throughout ancient uh, like societies as the number as a number of power. It represents two pillars. And yeah. So it's I don't know. Maybe they're digging into that. They they do do drugs and like to do things like that. Mm-hmm. They do. I, they do seem like the kind of people. Like you know how uh, some people they like read into numbers. They like yeah, yeah. There's like a specific number that I see all over the place kind of thing. Yeah, and that's me. Eleven. Is it eleven? Eleven's my favorite number. It's my lucky number. It was all over the place. I was number eleven when I played ball as a kid. And then you know how the, did you used to get like numbers? You were homeschooled, uh-huh. freaking homeschoolers. Mm. We would get numbers. You get assigned a number like where you are in your classroom. Yeah. I was assigned a number when I was born. I was one. I was well, first. Well, that it's true. Well, you still act like number one too, don't you? I do. What an... Did you have more that you wanted to say about the number? No, one? it's done now. <laughs> I remember the only thing that I ever. Um, the only thing that I ever saw in numbers was I had a uh, like an alarm clock that I used to like stare at because I really liked it when numbers look like faces. Oh my! Like if you if you look at like a like a clock, like a digital and, clock. Yeah, like a digital like it's got the the numbers listed on them, obviously, and I, I liked it when like certain numbers would kind of like go in a row that looked like they were making a face. Oh, I always liked the number eight, eighty thousand and eighty five. <laughs> Eighty thousand and eighty-five. Yep. Yeah, it's a good number. It's a great number. I don't. I don't know what you're talking. Type it about. into a calculator. Let me know what it looks like. Uh, all right. Never mind. Do you get it? I do. I do. I think it's boobs. It's I boobs. Do. You can remove that. I think we're done with Flatbush Zombies. Is the time? I to think vote? so. Yeah, I vote Flatbush Zombies. I also vote Flatbush Zombies. Jared, this is this is a big moment. I don't. I don't know what you're gonna do here. I'm kind of scared. Don't forget that I have utter disdain for a group that you may choose. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll didn't you pick Florida uh, Florida Georgia Line this year over Florida? Yeah, I think oh. so. Didn't you pick? No, no, I don't. Know. Didn't you pick Greta Van Fleet over Fleet Foxes? Did you did. do that? I did. I think that if you pick oh, Greta Van Fleet so over Fleet Foxes. I have Florida to. Georgia Line choose? over Flow Rider and Rascal Flats over Flatbush Zombie. I, I don't know that I trust your judgment on the show anymore. Mm, he's Caleb has a, brought up a good point. Why do I speak to you? I don't know. It's I'm tough. Who did you vote for pick. when we did? The, uh, the most damaging one is that you voted for Greta Van Fleet. Why did you do that? Over Fleet Foxes? Yeah, that would hurt because they tied. Like, that like was them. that was when I left the room. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's oh, when I left goodness. the room because I was. So what was it? Where were you gonna ask? What What did I vote for? What? Uh, Gigi Allen Jackson. Gigi Allen. Allen Allen Jackson. That's who I picked. No, I did not. 
Yeah, he didn't pick Gigi Allen. I, I picked. G- I don't remember. Did. I don't remember what I, I think he picked. Alan Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. I picked Alan Jackson. Yeah, well. I'm just curious because that means that you've picked quite a few country artists this year. Oh yeah, because you true. picked Florida Georgia Line, ah. Alan Jackson, and of course you picked either Keith Urban or Toby. You picked Toby Keith. Yes, I so did. So that's a, that. If you pick uh, Rascal Flatts, that'll be at least your fourth country artist you picked wow. just mm. this year. Interesting. So what is it? It'll be. It'll really make sense this for your difficult. country year. I was really into it this week. I liked listening to Rascal Flats. I thought it was fun. Uh, I liked finding the things I found. I think that I like Flatbush Zombies more. Maybe. I think I'm gonna pick Rascal Flats just to make everybody mad. Uh, I think that's a good choice. I'm not mad. I was gonna be mad about it till he reminded me that you voted for Greta Van Fleet, and you can't make me mad now. Uh, I'm already good. mad about that. So there you go. Luckily, of course, though, uh, Jared. Yes. I have some some news to tell you. Yes, it doesn't matter because they tied. Well, it could have uh, changed though. It could have, but it didn't. Oh. Well, I'm, I'd rather a tie. I'm glad I could make a tie. No, no, no. As in, it tied on Patreon. Yeah. Oh. Meaning, so, meaning oh. that Flatbush, Flatbush Zombies, Zombies win because ah, okay, that's with fine a tie too. vote, nothing happens. Yep. So. That's fine. So yeah, no no tie this week. Flatbush Zombies are indeed the good band. The good band of this week. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. If you want your voice heard. Then go to that website where we take money from you. Patreon.com slash record. That's Nintendo. it. I forgot it for a second. You did that last week, didn't you? I don't know. He forgets the his own show. My, my own show is Especially because I just mentioned Patreon like two Yeah, but I forgot ago. the name of it. All right, we'll start it over. If you want your voice heard. No, you I to, don't want to start it over. I want to If you want your voice heard, if you want if you want to hear, if you want your digital <laughs> voice I'm heard. Sure. Your boob if voice. If you want boobs, if you want to digitally enter numbers. If you want boobs. Then join our Patreon. We have boobs all over the place. Patreon.com slash Rick and You get on there and vote and stuff. And then if you want to, you can give us money. That'd be cool. Only, That's what we only like. Onlyfans.com slash Record Round. Yes. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. If you reach a certain level of the Patreon at this very moment, that you basically essentially reach, yeah, you essentially reach Onlyfans level you, you before we, things. Before we you close, reach Super Saiyan mode. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Before we close the episode, can I play uh, what Tyler's outros sound like? Yeah, sure. Dreams that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. Quality stuff right there. Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> have you have you you've seen that before? I've seen right? it. Yeah. yeah if you want it. me to sound more like a bumbling child, then you must give us money at Patreon.com/slash/RecordRoundTable. You better go do it. Also, you can hear your voice, your digital voice, via your fingers touching a keyboard. You can hear it. We can hear it on there. Then you'll hear us here, uh, replicate it on air. Your voice with my voice, in a in a recording. And you can do anything. Yes. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the good band. Follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Patreon. Please join. Uh, that's about it. Next week, we're talking about St. Vincent Staples. Goodbye. I won't. I'm gonna put boobs in the picture, probably. Oh boy. Not real boobs. The, the, the number. number. The number. Boobs. The number of boobs.